Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I am your host, Mr. Foresight. Join me on this journey of personal growth, success, and the intentional destination of unleashing our full potential. I believe that success comes down to having courage, confidence, but most important, taking charge of the future that God intended us all to have. Today, we're going to talk about trust. Specifically, we're going to talk about learning to trust the journey, even if you do not understand it. You see, sometimes what you never wanted or expected turns out to be what you needed. This is a good one. Buckle up and let's go. Okay. Trusting your journey when you don't understand it, I know that can be challenging. It's crucial for your personal growth and also your development. Now, we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about some, some, some journeys that a lot of you are in right now going through you may not understand why you're in those journeys you may call them storms or you just might some people might call them holding patterns depending on who you ask and if they're if they're in a job that they don't like they actually might call them purgatory either way it's a journey everyone has their own journeys Everyone doesn't deal with their journeys or truly handle their journey the way others do. Today, we're going to talk about, and, and I want you to sit there for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Are you on a journey and majority of the time while you're on this road, you're complaining? Angry, upset. Why don't things ever work out for me? Why can't I ever just catch a break? Why can't I ever get a job? Or or get a job that I actually like? Why can't I make more money? Why, why, why? Some of us, that's what we go through. That's what we wake up to every day wake up to these these trials and tribulations while we're on a life's journey now depending on that journey and depending on how you choose to go through it you can either be dragged through it kicking and screaming or you can take every opportunity and chance that you get to take notes and to learn learn while you're on that journey I know what a lot of you probably saying right now. Yeah, whatever. Maybe you should be in my shoes one day, Mr. Foresight. Maybe you should see what it's like to wake up and go to a job that you just hate with a boss or coworkers that stab you in the back or micromanage you. Things of that nature. Guess what? I've been through it all. I go through it. 
daily. You see, just because my journey might look different than yours doesn't mean I don't have my own storms. And that goes with everyone. That boss that micromanaged you or those coworkers that stab you in the back, guess what? They have their own journeys as well. And we never know what the person next to us is going through. So part of today or this podcast today, what we're going to talk about is ways that we can be a little bit more accepting of our journey so that we can get the most out of it. I believe and I've always believed that our journeys are like classes like classes that we used to take in high school. You know, those classes where sometimes you ever had that class, whether in college, high school, heck, even junior high, you ever had that class where you had that teacher or those classmates that you couldn't stand and you knew you had to keep going back or else you would fail. You didn't stop turning in your homework or, well, but if you're like me, you probably played hooky. Because I learned early on that you do have a choice. You see, I played hooky from school my, almost like my entire high school years. And I was avoiding a lot of things. And that's what I was doing. I was running. I avoided things that I learned I would end up having to face one day anyway. So what happened is I ended up having to play catch up and that's what I'm gonna try to help a lot of you listeners today avoid avoid having to play catch up or having to repeat these classes that life or your journey of the God has has laid out before you or some of for a lot of us it's the roads that we chose you know sometimes if you really look at it Think about your life Look back Looking back Think about some of the choices that you made I guarantee And a good majority of those choices You chose the harder path And then you think back and you say Wow if I'd have have did what my mama Told me to do Or if I'd have just listened to my dad And all that advice and wisdom that he put on me at an early age because he'd been there. Maybe I wouldn't have had to be on this bumpy road that I'm on. Well, either way, I'm convinced and I hope I I do a good job of convincing all of you that just because the road that you on is full of setbacks and just bumps and bruises and it's just flat out hard just because it's like that doesn't mean it's going to stop you from making it to your destination only you can stop you from making it to where God means for you to go it may not be it may not be pretty by the time you get there but I'm convinced as long as you continue the path you're on without straying you will get to where you need to get 
So what does that look like? Number one, it looks like acceptance, accepting what is. I learned that it's essential to accept our current situations. You see, resisting it, for me, it only created more stress and anxiety. Talk about stress and anxiety. Because, and we all know them. Heck, it might even be you who's listening right now. Things that seem a lot harder when you resist and resist and resist. And I always tell people who complain to me, or they just complain in general, I say, okay, you hate your current situation. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Else don't complain. And some of us have people in our lives that we've heard time after time, year after year, complain about the exact same thing. And in the back of your mind, you're sitting there like, change it. If you don't like your job get another one it may not be that easy but you have a choice or and this is what I learned to do again I always use me as an example I pray and it's not always my first choice I won't lie sometimes because I'm what you call a driving force I have I look ahead and I forge ahead and I look ahead three four five moves sometimes it don't work out like that and once I look ahead and I start making these jumps like in chess I start moving my pawn which is me I'm the pawn and I'm moving ahead sometimes Ah, four or five moves in, I'm like, this ain't, this ain't working out. This is not working out. I thought I had this figured out, but I didn't. And a lot of times, I won't lie, I've sat back and said, time, maybe I should change. Maybe I should just stop this altogether and try something new. But before I do that, I seriously ask the Lord. I said, God, tell me or show me a sign. Give me some type of clue that I'm where you want me to be at this point in my life. And if this particular thing that I'm dealing with right now or this situation is something that you want me to not only finish but get something out of it grant me patience perseverance that's what I ask for and I can't tell you I've had jobs in the past and we all know when you start something new it's not always easy we wish it was we wish it was how many of you guys go into these new jobs or situations thinking you got it all figured out go in and you go in with all of this confidence like yeah I can do this because I can do any job and you get there and you find out 
the way that job is ran is something you've never quite had to do whether it be learn a new method or program or just uh, take on more responsibility that seems to be a big one you get in these situations and a lot of times you go home and you say what have I just signed up for my friends that's when I believe that it's more important to ask the Lord to grant you patience understanding and just bring those people in your life that can help help get you to where you need to be because again we to be human is almost to be arrogant sometimes it's easy to say you're humble but many of us got an arrogance about us and things that we just feel like we are experts in or just feel like we know it like the back of our hand but when we behave like that It keeps us from having an open mind because you remember every that you can always learn something always. If you couldn't, a lot of the doctors that we have in the world and surgeons and a lot of these um, practitioners and different things, when once they get their doctorate, they would be every they would know everything. But it's not. There's something called continuous learning. And that should be used in all aspects of life, period. Period. We truly do, like the Bible say, we really do and should continue to keep, look at the world with the eyes of a child. Always willing to learn and ask questions. And be a sponge You know And that's not to say now, And and we're talking about acceptance Accepting Accepting Our positions in life and where we are That doesn't mean we can't be scared Or uncertain I think it's important that we acknowledge Those feelings But we can't let them control us and control our decisions because if we did if we let if we acknowledged our feelings and 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 then let those feelings control us we would quit everything we start before we actually get to the end the destination i look back all the time and again life is better understood backwards I'm a big reflector. Sound like a broken record. You will hear it often. You will continue to hear it often. Because I truly believe that to truly understand your life, you have to look back. And then you can appreciate where you are, whether that be for the good or the bad. I feel like you can learn from it. You can say, I wouldn't even be in this mess had I just chose a different path long before now but that's a part of life right 
But that's called accepting. You have to accept the responsibility for where you are in life. No matter how ugly it is, it's easy to accept the good times and when everything is going right. Life really isn't fair. I won't lie. Like everyone else, I wish. I wish it was heaven already. Everything I've ever read or heard about heaven, it's just the magnificent place. None of these earthly worries that we have now would mean anything in God's kingdom. Those, but we're not there now. We are we're here on earth. So part of this game is acceptance. Accepting where your current situation and if you don't like it, deciding to change it. And every situation you're in, every job you're in, relationship. It's all it's not always God's intent for you to sit there and take that lesson. And I'll use a great example. If you're in an abusive relationship, do you really think God means for you to stay in an abusive relationship and continue getting beat up on or verbally abused? physically abused just so you could learn a lesson that lesson was learned a long time ago it's time to accept it for what it is accept that person for who they've shown you that they are and keep it moving point blank and simple that takes us now that takes us on to what I like to call embracing uncertainty It's unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. And the hardest thing for me to accept in life was that it was okay to not have things figured out. That was really hard for me. I love to look ahead, especially once I learned the power and just just the blessing in it looking ahead just looking ahead guess what you know how they always say look before you leap that's kind of like looking ahead but there's also something called I had a buddy bring this up and it's, it's a great saying I use it all the time sometimes and this is where faith comes in that Sometimes you just got to leap, leap off that mountain of uncertainty and sprout wings on the way down and trust in faith and trust in faith that God is not going to let you bottom out. Trust that you are going to sprout wings on the way down. What that basically means is you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. Now, I'm a risk taker. I've always been a risk taker. 
my entire life. That's one thing I know has not changed about me. I take risk. And when I say risk, I mean, I've taken risk, but I take financial risk because I, I don't believe in playing things safe if you have a dream and you have a and you've really done your homework on something because they always say when you get to a certain age like your 50s your mid 50s 50s just 50s period it's time to play it safe and I and when, when they mean safe they mean um, investment wise I don't I kind of believe that and I do I ain't saying you should just gamble and put everything on black but I think well I know at least this is how I live have a plan have a plan have a fallback that's really important when I mean have something you can fall back on because it's never too late to start over but take a risk for that dream you're never too old to do that ever we was not put here on this planet to live scared we wasn't that's not living I don't feel like living is living is being scared you have to take you have to take risk to get anything in life that's worth having and everybody and I hope everybody's heard that saying that to get something you've never had you got to be willing to do something that you've never done and there's so many people that live, live scared so many people that wake up and they go to these jobs that they really really can't stand but they are afraid to start because they're afraid to start something new they take their abuse they take uh, they take their abuse from co-workers heck they take it from relationships let's just stick on relationships for a moment how many people out there are with someone that they know the love just isn't there but they feel like they're too old or they've been with this person too long to find someone new and sadly in some of those relationships you got your spouse might be telling you who would want to be with you look how old you are or how many kids you got I've heard I've heard of all the lies that people tell you and what it does for a lot of people a good majority of people is it keeps them from embracing uncertainty because there is no certainty that when you get this divorce or you decide to go to another job that you're gonna go right into bliss just because you're going in a new direction no it's, it's not guaranteed but one thing is guaranteed you have peace of mind that you left that one situation but to do that, you got to embrace uncertainty. Life is unpredictable. 
period. I wish it was more predictable, but it is unpredictable. You can be like me and you can plan, you can strategize, you can look ahead. All of this works, by the way, but you do have to leave a little room for unpredictability or uncertainty. You have to leave room for that. If you don't, it will just spin your life out of control. Now, a lot of the reasons that we end up or you end up in these places where you can't embrace uncertainty or accept what is the reason, the biggest reason to all of that is that many of us, we are too focused on our present situation. How many of you guys It's hard for you To concentrate at work Or get anything done Because You can't help but focus On this This journey That you've been on for the last Year Month uh, Two or three years Where it seems like Life is just kicking your butt And that's all you seem to be able to focus on it's getting by That's part of the problem We can't worry too much About our past or our future Instead Like for me I focus on what's happening in the present moment Constantly That's all I'm concentrating on I have to I'm a big dreamer But that's usually at nighttime, when I relax or finally get a moment of quiet time to myself to remember why I'm on this journey. That's important. We always have to revisit. And if you listen to earlier uh, episodes, you, you heard when I said, write this stuff down, write your write your story, your story. Not as you are But where you plan to be It's not enough to just write it You also Have to revisit it You have to reread your own story Make tweaks to it That's How you get your focus Off of the present Period All while that's going on You have to be mindful of your surroundings and your feelings while you're being present and engaged. Because some of us, we don't know ourselves too well. The reason we lash out at people or we end up hating our present circumstances and don't change them is because We don't know where we are going Or where we want to go We're just drifting on this journey Just drifting Just drifting No rhyme or reason We know we don't like the road that we're on Or this journey that we've been going through We know we can't stand it And we know it's taxing But we haven't taken the time To actually ask ourselves Or answer the question 
what do I want? What do I want? And for everybody that looks different, it looks so different. But we have to know what we want. And if again, listen to yourself, listen to your thoughts. If if you don't enjoy what you do, and here's a great way to know if you're doing what you enjoy. And you might think I'm crazy when I say this, but you want a job or a career. I hate to say job. I really hate using that word job. Job seems so like you're forced to be there. A career sounds more, more uh, something that you relish. Yeah. The word job, I just, uh, it's like a, it's like an anvil tied to your to that tied to your um leg. So let's just say, take a career. You want a career that you can't wait to get to in the morning. If if but you know we live in this new era now where you um where you can work from home or you can actually get in a car and drive to work. Either way, you want to have a career that you can't wait to get there the next day. You wake up with uh, just just excited. Like you have this checklist of things that you can't wait to do that you get to do. Not that you have to do. That's a career. That is something that you truly enjoy and I guarantee if you used to take a poll probably only a, you probably got less you probably got over 50% of people in the world that truly enjoy what they do and not just doing it because it pays the bills so that's the first thing you gotta do just be mindful No. If you hate your job or you hate your circumstances or you even hate your partner or heck, if you hate your kids or your family members, find out why. Seriously. Is it you or is it them? Because of what I've learned, I've seen people go from career to career or job. Let's just call it a job. I've seen people drift from job to job because They haven't found that career. And each time they get to a new job, they think things are going to be different. And they are in the beginning because, you know, they're making more money. Or it's just a new set of circumstances. And then like what? 60 days in or 90 days. 90 days in. And I'm going to do a podcast on this too. On the whole my theory on 90 days. With anything. But sticking to this. 90 days in the same person who who said they wanted all these different new things in life all these uh, this new this change they hated the last job so they got this job now and after what 90 days they hate this job at some point it comes back to that person 
Especially if they're like on. If it's if, if your whole time knowing this person, all they've done is complained and complained because they didn't have something, and then you've bared witness to them getting everything that they wanted in life for the day. They they begged and clawed and scratched for in life just to complain still. That's a person who really doesn't know themselves. They're really they really haven't figured it out yet that no matter what they get, they're never going to be happy because they really haven't taken the time to examine what it is they want because it's too focused on the present this is why it's important to write down how you see yourself two three years from now and for you ambitious people really over ambitious people one year from now that's how I like to write like one year from now now here's the most important part of this you also need to learn to let go let go again and I'm use the relationship one because that's easy sometimes you have to let go and, meaning um, you're focused on the present you're embracing uncertainty and you're accepting what is period in your life what is that person you're with no matter how much you pray to God that they change or they tell you, oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. You two, three, some of you have been with people decades and they've been that same person and you're still sitting there hoping that one day they realize what a good person that you are and that they're with see at that point even long before that probably a decade before you should learn to let go it's not easy you see we hold on to things that no longer serve us we do it all the time it's hard to let go it really is that job that you've had for 15 years that you hate but it pays the bills you may even make a good salary, you, but you're still miserable because you won't let go. Yes, it might be hard to let go. Yes, you might have to take a demotion so that you can get out of that position. But at the end of the day, you'll serve yourself better because you, your mental health will thank you for it and I'm sure your friends and family will too because when we're in toxic situations or relationships you can be in a relationship with your work when you're in anything toxic like that toxic relationship the person that really hurt besides you is those around you rather it be because you got a crappy attitude you're always moody you're just withdrawn or you're just a hateful person to be around. All because you won't let go. Just let go. Sometimes you have to let go 
of things to become the person that you want to be. You have to let go. And that's the hardest thing. The past hurts. But it brings negative thoughts. I think we can learn from our past too. I've learned from mine. I'm still learning. There's things you'll learn about yourself. The more you revisit your past and sit around and question why you do the things you do. Sometimes we should um, interview our parents or interview those that came up with us in our in our household. A lot of the things we do today is things we learned as a child. So, guess what? Some of our toxic habits were made in our youth. That's where a lot of our habits were learned. And we only carry them from decade to decade as we grow. Negative thoughts. And it's sad because it really stunts our growth and life. I think the worst thing ever is to make it to 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 make it to 60, 70 years old, 50, 40, anything up in there. And you look back on your life and you don't feel like you've accomplished a damn thing. That's that's when you really have to do an introspection of why you feel that way. Because sometimes you've accomplished a lot, but you hold yourself to these high measures and things that you really can't achieve, like. And I ain't going to say can't achieve, but you can't, you can never make yourself satisfied because no matter how much you achieve, you're constantly your biggest critic. And I speak from experience because I'm my own biggest critic. Period. I am. It's a lot, you know, I, I cherish life. I truly do. But life is short. Life is so short. I look back in the Bible and people like Moses, you look and you'll say back then life, it was easy to live to two, three hundred years old before you die. Then you say, wow, man, I wish I could do that now. But look at the world. Imagine living that long right now with all the toxicity that we go through in the world, the relationships the hurt, the 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 situations and just the journey is so taxing now. Life is hard. Life is really, really hard. So why make it harder by holding on to something that God is trying to tear you away from? Why? And if you don't know how to do it, to let go, maybe you could deal with Maybe you could actually benefit from talking to a counselor or a mental health. It doesn't mean you're crazy. I think everyone needs to talk to somebody. That's all. That's all mental health is a mental health counselor. You think mental health counselors and people like that don't talk 
too. It's a lot of therapists that have therapists. You would have to. The stuff you take in on a daily basis. You'd have to. How would you be able to let go? How would you be able to sit here and tell somebody, learn to let go? If you're constantly taking in negativity of other other people's toxic energy all day. You couldn't, so mental health it's it's not just something people a lot of people paint somebody with a therapist. They say, Oh, that person must be crazy. No, they're not crazy. They are smart for realizing that they do need to talk to somebody and get some things off their chest. For those of you who talk, who confide in your friends, your family, that's your therapist. It doesn't have to be a licensed therapist, although it does help. It doesn't have to be. It just needs to be a good listener. And that's all a therapist is a good listener, a good listener. And sometimes a good listener can help you let go. If you listen, if you listen, you got to take the advice. Now, the last thing I want to really touch on is trusting our intuition. Some of you know it as your gut. Some of you, it's your angel, your, your inner, your inner, that inner person inside you. Sometimes you just feel, some of us call it deja vu, or you just feel like, you just feel like you shouldn't do something. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't go to this place. I'm telling you a story one day. I'm not going to tell it today, but I'm going to tell a story one day about when I trusted. I know it's God. So I'm saying I trusted the Holy Spirit and I truly believe that it saved me from death. I'll never forget it. I'll share it one day, not today, but I just want to touch on the benefits of listening to that inner voice. We all have one. It's that gut feeling. It's usually right. That's the crazy thing. That's I love it because it's usually right. And it guides us on the right path. If we learn how to listen to it, that's all we got to do. Just learn how to listen. Learn how to listen. And to, I found that the easiest way to listen is through quiet. You got to be able to hear your thoughts. And sometimes, just sometimes, for those that pray, uh, like myself, I'll ask God for certain things. And I'll ask him. I think it's what's really important. When you ask God for something, ask him to give you uh, discernment to be able to see the answer even if it comes by a different means than you expect sometimes you and, and, and I'm sure you guys have seen this or had this experience but probably didn't understand it you've had you've asked God for something and you expect it to come one way and guess what? It could come through a child. It could come through something you're watching on TV. 
It could come through a book you're reading or a podcast that you're listening to. And it's something that only you know that you ask God for. But that person or that something or that road sign that you're driving on a highway, you see this billboard and your answer is up there. And you're like, huh, that's coincidence. That's God answering you. First thing, the first rule of life, there is no coincidence. There's only God. You just got to learn to trust that intuition. Intuition will save your life. It'll get you out of that job you're in. It'll get you to the next step. It's your guiding light. You have to listen, though. Sometimes it's that nagging friend that's been nagging you. If someone is, if take your biggest problems to God. That's what I will first say. Take your biggest problems to God. Be open to listening. Trust you. Trust that gut. Trust your gut. And I'm sure if I made a poll and said, how many times have your gut instinct either saved you, saved your life, or took you to that next step? Crazy thing is you probably didn't even realize it. That that's what your gut instinct was doing And You will hear a lot of people Take credit for that And they, they'll, they'll say I I'm lucky I'm lucky Or it's just a coincidence No such thing I have so many stories Some It'll probably freak some of you guys out But that's not my intent My intent is to show you How real that God is and that his Holy Spirit is in each of us. We just have to learn to use it and listen to it. We, we tune it out so much. And it's crazy because a lot of times we tune it out. We tune it out when we want to do something that we know we shouldn't. So we tune it out. That's that. That's that little nagging voice in you to say, yeah. You can do that, but it's not the right thing to do. And you say, I'm just going to do it this one time. You learn to tune it out. And the more you tune it out, the more you just won't be able to hear it. So my, my hope and prayer to all of you is that you ask God to teach you how to hear him. Teach, teach you how to hear him Because it will save you It will save you Trust me And when you know you're walking On the path There's nothing greater than knowing That you're on the path That God means for you to be on Even if you hate that job you're on If you kind of If God gave you a sign That I know you hate where you are But trust me There's a reason for you being there I think we would endure it a lot better. I think we would. I think we would be able to accept it a little bit more. And guess what? You can. You can. And it's not always about monetary. Monetary reward. Sometimes you might be. He will put you. And I know this. He will put you in a place. And let you sit there for two years. Just to have one conversation with somebody. And 
it's not always about you. It's not always about you. It might be for you to bless someone else or for you to share a story with someone else that needs to hear it. That's what it could be about. So some of these journeys you're on, they're not for you. So you have to ask God to just, you know, send you a sign. Open your eyes and your ears so that when it comes, craziest, craziest thing. I asked God for a sign one day for something way back in the day. And when I heard the answer, it came through a cartoon. Tripped me out. And this was during a time I actually was able to accept it because this was during a time when my spirit was drawn to the Bible. And as I was eating and sleeping the Bible, God, I was reading all kind of books on God, everything I was eating and sleeping the Lord. Therefore, when I heard it through the cartoon, it didn't it. It surprised me that it came through a cartoon, but I easily accepted it for what it was. So. You can do the same. It starts with asking God. Summary. What I want you guys to do for me is trust your journey. Start trusting your journey. And because it requires you to accept the presence. Embrace your uncertainty and focus on your present. Focus on that. Focus on that. Because only then will you learn from it. Quit complaining And I'm not saying You're not To be human It's okay to complain sometimes and vent Let's not call it complaining Let's call it venting It's okay to vent But let it go After that let it go And learn to let go of the things that Just doesn't serve you anymore And for a lot of us It's that relationship With our friends Some of our families if it's not serving you no more, sometimes it's time to let that person go. But to know that, you got to trust your intuition. Trust it. Now, if you follow all of that, what I told you today, all of that, all of those steps. But most importantly, trust your journey. Even if you don't understand it. Because if you can do that. You will make the most of all the experiences that come your way. And with that, I love you guys. I'm out. Woo! As we come to the end of another fire episode, I want to leave you with this thought. There's no limit to what you can achieve in life if you focus on setting and working towards your goals. So until next time, get out. Master those challenges. And make no doubt the future will be yours.